Hey, 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 hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to this episode of the Margaret Podcast Show. Brought to you by Compi Magic Associates. And hosted by its CEO, Gordon Fletcher. Compi Magic Associates is a digital marketing company that provides Facebook ad management services, chat bot marketing, as well as marketing analytics and reporting for CEOs and other key decision makers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to this episode of the Magnet Podcast Show. Today we are very privileged to have as our guest, Mike Bermento. He is the founding partner at Gara App. Gara App makes customer experience the backbone of your backbone of your business by using reviews and customer feedback. Mike, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate being here. Yeah. Mike has a lot of experience and um, you guys are in for a treat today. He's an alumnus of University of Michigan, Ann Arbor. Barely, barely. I just want to note that I kind of cheated to get out of there and get a degree, but I did get out of there and get a degree, sort of. So. Okay, good, good. You see, Mike is a very humble guy, you see. He's very humble, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Mike, so, is there anything you, you want the audience to know before uh, we take it from there? Uh, this is my fifth career. I love what I'm doing. I think uh, feedback and improving businesses is a high calling, and I have fun every day of my life. So, beyond that... Ask away. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Mike, um, you, uh, you are one of the foremost SEO experts. And um, what do you uh, do as a gas SEO and uh, reputation management in your work at uh, Gara? So get, the idea behind Gather Up is sort of goes beyond just the idea of getting reviews. The idea is that reviews are a rich source of data and that we want to help businesses get more of their own reviews as well as gather up all the reviews around the web mm -hmm. and then assemble them in a way that they can extract understanding to allow them to better manage their business mm -hmm. and to allow them to use the reviews that they gather directly and the reviews around the web to further their marketing. So we see reviews as much more than just sort of getting more at Google. We see them as part of a mm -hmm. ongoing improvement for businesses and we see them as a way to improve your business mm -hmm. by understanding what people really think about you. Part of the problem with reviews at Google and Yelp are that only the people that are very happy and the people that are very sad, unhappy, mm -hmm. leave them. But there's all sorts of people in the middle. So our system makes an effort to understand all of your customers to create a loop between you and your customers mm -hmm. so that you as the business owner really knows what they're thinking mm -hmm. and can take action mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so so in a way you, you just mentioned uh first party reviews and the third party reviews 
are you a big advocate for first party reviews? I am. Um, Google and Yelp have had all the fun in the review space. I think it's time for businesses to take control of their own data. First party reviews have a number of benefits. Firstly, in fact, I wrote an article that title of, I love first party reviews so much I might just marry them. Oh, great. <laughs> but one is they give you a better understanding of what your customers are really thinking. Like I said, third party reviews tend to skew really positive, really negative. So it gives you a better understanding of business. Secondly, it gives you great, great content for your website. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things we do with GatherUp is we allow you to easily and automatically segment your first party review content. So for example, I have a client, Barbara Oliver, who I typically use. She sells engagement rings, she sells jewel has jewelry appraisals, she has custom design services. She can automatically segment her review content so that all the ones about engagement rings and wedding rings go out to her engagement ring page. One of the problems in local websites is a lot of businesses have trouble generating original content. Well, who better to give you content than your happiest customers? Mm -hmm. They can say things in a way that the business can't say it. They mm -hmm. can create. Good, good. Let me take a minute to acknowledge one of our sponsors, Call Page. Gain 75% more calls from your patients, customers, or clients on your website by using copy to route calls from your website to customer support or support staff in just 28 seconds. Try out copy by going to lp.compymagicassociates.com slash call page. SEO relevant content on long tail pages in mm -hmm. a way that Google loves. Mm -hmm. Not only do those reviews uh, add content to the pages, they add rich snippet stars to the search results. Mm -hmm. And when a user gets to those pages, they help provide social proof. So they help in your conversion. So I see, so all the way from understanding more about what your customers need and want to mm -hmm. then leveraging that to extend the content of your website to improving your market through review stars and conversions. To me, first party reviews offer a lot of benefit and I don't think any business should miss that benefit. It's easy enough to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mike, I'm happy you, you sort of uh, nailed this one down because a lot of people, when they think of reviews, they think of uh, Google, Yelp, Facebook, and all the other uh, third-party reviews. So I'm glad you've really mentioned this um, so that the audience will now know it's better to, I mean, uh, go more for uh, first-party uh, reviews, which is, which is one that they, they can generate themselves with the help of um, uh, companies like GetUp. Well, it's not, I wouldn't say it's better. I would just say it's part of an, of an overall strategy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just as a note, I mean, I think GatherUp's a great piece of software. I've worked really hard on it uh, for the last mm -hmm. five years. Mm -hmm. But you could do the same thing with Gravity Forms, mm -hmm. for example, on a WordPress site where you could send people to give you feedback and then that feedback could then flow out mm -hmm. to your website. So mm -hmm. uh, obviously we, we automate a lot of that process and we make it easy, mm -hmm. but we're not the only way to do it. Okay. I think we do it better than any other sort of package on the market. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't think that first-party reviews 
or the exclusion of third party reviews, mm-hmm. I think you need your reviews every place. When you do a, mm-hmm. one of the things that Google does now in, in, in a brand, when you do a brand search around your business at Google mm-hmm. and you type in Barbara Oliver Jewelry, Williamsville, mm-hmm. Google has done a, uh, has elevated all of the sites that mm-hmm. show your reviews. So Barbara mm-hmm. Oliver might have reviews on her own web. She may mm-hmm. have them at Google. She may have them at Yelp. She may have them at Facebook, WeddingWire, The Knot, and various other sites. When mm-hmm. you do a, a brand search, Google brings mm-hmm. all of that stuff into a single view for the consumer. Mm-hmm. So when the consumer is deciding to buy your business, mm-hmm. I think it's what the goal of every business is mm-hmm. to, sell, to tell the same story across mm-hmm. all of those sites. Mm-hmm. You don't want a 2.5 at Yelp and a 5.0. Mm-hmm. on your website. Mm-hmm. You want 4.2 at Yelp and 4.3 at Google. You want a mm-hmm. consistent story. Yeah. So then Google collates all that information into a single view that mm-hmm. is represented by a brand search. Mm-hmm. You can tell a compelling story so that the consumer doesn't need to go check. They don't. Part of the problem is if they see a low score one place and a high score other, they're mm-hmm. going to get cold feet. What mm-hmm. you want to do as a business is create a cons- one, a great business, so mm-hmm. you earn these good reviews. And two, mm-hmm. you want reviews everywhere, including your mm-hmm. site, including Yelp, including Google, so mm-hmm. that that image you portray is compelling. And the user then stops right at the Google result and calls you pre-sold. Yeah, 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 yeah. And at the end of the day, I think Google also gives more prominence to your own reviews, which is the first party review. They, it depends. Sometimes mm-hmm. they do it. I mean, Google, you know, Google is a machine and Google is an yeah. algorithm. So sometimes they'll give your reviews preference. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll give Yelp reviews preference. It mm-hmm. depends on where you search and how you search. So from mm-hmm. where I sit, it, it, it needs to be a long haul game, mm-hmm. something you do for three or five years. I mean, yeah. business improvement, which mm-hmm. leads. Let me take a minute to acknowledge one of our sponsors, Right Message. Right Message allows you to boost your marketing with personalized, highly converting content. Your website visitors are unique. Stop showing them the same static content. Personalize it for them, would you? Try right message by going to lp.compymagicassociates.com slash right message. It's the good reviews and something that every business should be doing all the time. Yeah. Asking for feedback and understanding mm-hmm. how you're doing and how your employees are doing and how your products are accepted mm-hmm. is something you should be doing all the time. Mm-hmm. And then an outcome of that is mm-hmm. then that you have reviews across the web mm-hmm. everywhere. So no matter how somebody searches for you on Google, whether it's a keyword search like unique mm-hmm. engagement rings in Buffalo mm-hmm. or whether it's Barbara Oliver jewelry, mm-hmm. all of those views show Mm -hmm. the best you Mm -hmm. okay and are you a big advocate for structured data oh absolutely i mean uh not so much let's see so first thing about structured data i think is that there's no sense in doing it if google isn't going to show that particular structured data type so Mm -hmm. the first thing you want to do is understand which data types google is showing so Mm -hmm. review data gather up packages up all of its review data into uh, schema struct, J, you know, JSON files and delivers it to your website mm-hmm. so that it, all, all of that coding and coding is done automatically for you. But 
But mm -hmm. events, for example, Google loves events. They show them in the knowledge panel. Google loves review markup. Mm -hmm. But um, if they're not using them, and there's a lot of markup that Google doesn't use, mm -hmm. I don't think a business should go to the trouble of marking up everything uh, mm -hmm. under the sun. I think they should watch Google. If Google is displaying it in a meaningful way, then they should mm -hmm. mark that up. Mm -hmm. And reviews mm -hmm. certainly is something, and we mark that up for you so you mm -hmm. don't have to worry about getting the, uh, mm -hmm. the schema correct. Okay, yeah. And, and one thing most uh, local businesses ignore uh, is uh, even the name of their business, the address, and the phone number. Sometimes uh, on, one, on one website, they have a different phone number. You go and uh, you read something about them on another site, and they have a distance. So there's no consistency. And I think that also impacts uh, reviews and other uh, experience on the web. Is this is something you can uh, share some, something on that? Or if you have any, if you have an opinion on that? Well, in the early days of Google Local, what we called NAP consistency, name, address, and phone, plus mm -hmm. website consistency, was absolutely critical so that Google would understand who you were, where you were. Mm -hmm. That has become a little less so. That being said, certainly name consistency for me is critical, not so much from Google's point of view, but from a branding point of view. I think that a lot of businesses these days see that <coughs> if you name your business Denver Signs near me, I found a business that actually did that, mm -hmm. that they will rank well in Google. Well, it's, if, it's terrible branding. Mm -hmm. and. I think what a business needs to do with their name, I agree with you, it should be everywhere, it should be the same. And you wanna be building out name recognition in your local market. So I think you wanna pick a name that isn't the same as everybody else's name in your market, but also a name that is successful in the local search world. Mm -hmm. So who you are and sort of what you do, mm -hmm. but in a way that's unique so that people can remember you. So I think naming is important. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of phone numbers, the consistency issue that we needed in the past to make mm -hmm. sure that Google understood you to, uh, based on your phone number. Phone number was a key uh, in the database to tie all the records together. Mm -hmm. Google has become a lot smarter, so you can have multiple phone numbers now. And in fact, mm -hmm. at Google My Business, you can actually enter multiple phone numbers. Mm -hmm. okay. So um, I think call tracking has a place in marketing and has mm -hmm. a place online. Mm -hmm. which gives you a better sense of how your various efforts are performing. But mm -hmm. if you're going to do it, you want to do it carefully. So, mm -hmm. for example, at Google, if you mm -hmm. put a call tracking number at Google, mm -hmm. then you want to be sure to put your actual landline mm -hmm. in Google as a secondary number. Let me acknowledge one of our sponsors, LiveLeap, L-I-V-E-L-E-A-P, LiveLeap. LiveLeap syndicates your Facebook live video to Facebook groups and Facebook pages at the same time, as well as multiple social networks. LiveLeap also allows you to send automated alerts to your email list, SMS list, and to those who follow you to make sure they jump on. Try LiveLeap by going to lp.compymagicassociates.com. Live so that Google fully understands 
that these other businesses around the web with your landline are in fact you. So mm -hmm. I, I do see that there is some room for some flexibility on the phone numbers, but I think you need to be disciplined about it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have a gazillion, I wouldn't keep changing them. I keep mm -hmm. one for Google, one for your landline, um, and maybe a few others. But you have to be careful and disciplined about using them. Otherwise, mm -hmm. like you said, your phone numbers will get all moved up. In terms of your address, obviously, if you've moved or if you're, uh, if you're in an address that Google doesn't understand, that can confuse people getting directions, it can confuse mm -hmm. Google. So one of the things I recommend that businesses do is they go in and they type in their address into Google and see if it resolves correctly. Mm -hmm. And they type in their business name and see if it resolves correctly. And then do the same thing at Apple on an iPhone and do the same thing uh, on Bing and maybe even do the same thing on like Tele Atlas so mm -hmm. that you can see if all the cars that are using uh, the in-car GPSs resolve correctly. I mean, there's nothing worse from a consumer experience than mm -hmm. typing your business name in and being taken to the wrong spot. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, business, digital business 101 is making sure that you're, one, you have a good brand, mm -hmm. two, the phone number isn't as critical as to be, but three, that you are located consistently mm -hmm. across all of the devices that people might use to find mm -hmm. you. So when they come looking for you, mm -hmm. read all your great reviews, mm -hmm. they come looking for you, they can actually find you easily. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, hey, if you just join us, um, our guest today is Mike Blumenthal. Hold it. If you just joined us, you should go back and listen to the first ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mike. Mike. Mike just gave away a lot of, I mean, uh, tips and um, things you can implement to uh, improve your business. So, if you miss the first ten minutes. Please go back and um, listen right from the start. Mike is the founding partner at Gara App. Gara App brings uh, your business together using customer reviews and uh, feedback. And they make sure that becomes the backbone of your business and for that matter, your customer experience. It's a note about customer experience. I just want to uh, point out that it used to be in the 50s when my father started his business that just having the product was enough. In the 70s, when I joined him, you had to have good product plus good service to have enough. But since Amazon has come around and they have product and you know, it's really easy to get the product, take it back, warranty, whatever, those are things are no longer enough in a local business. You have to have good product, good service, great people, but you also have to offer something beyond that, which is what we call customer experience, to help you stand out in terms of your interaction so that people really do love doing business with you. Mm -hmm. Some businesses, that's harder than others, mm -hmm. but it, it is the fact that if you can provide that sense of, wonder that your customers can mm -hmm. have about your business, that's that's really a critical step. Understanding what they think and appraising it honestly mm -hmm. is part and parcel. Measuring that is part and parcel of getting there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, for local business, sometimes it, it wouldn't make sense for a local business to compete on price and convenience. That one, uh, Amazon and the likes of Walmart, 
because of volume and skill, they are able to do that. So you as a, a local business will have to look at the feedback you're getting from your customers, make adjustments, and see what really makes them tick. And that is what is going to make you stand out because you can't com compete on um, on price and um, convenience as a local business. It's difficult. So look for your, I mean, your uh, USP or your unique se selling proposition or points and just, I mean, uh, take. Let me acknowledge one of our sponsors, Live Leap, L-I-V-E-L-E-A-P, Live Leap. Live Leap syndicates your Facebook live video to Facebook groups and Facebook pages at the same time, as well as multiple social networks. LiveLeap also allows you to send automated alerts to your email list, SMS list, and to those who follow you to make sure they jump on. Try LiveLeap by going to lp.compymagicassociates.com slash LiveLeap. Keep from there. Mark, do, uh, you have something to show on that one too. Uh, just, I mean, I think your point is well made. And I think a business that these days, it's if you're going to be opening a business, you want to maybe think about businesses that could provide a, a unique experience. If you've been in business and you're struggling, think about what you can do to make that, make your customer's experience that much better. You know, it's a tough world out there. I mean, I, uh, my family business, I had, we had to shut it down in 2001. We were selling hard goods, cameras, computers, and it got too difficult. And we, even though, uh, we, and while we could compete on price, we, we couldn't get the volume we needed to succeed. So uh, we closed their doors and it was hard, but. So, so Mike, at um, Gather Up, what are your main activities and what's working and why? Uh, plus what? At your at Gather App, what are your main activities? What is working and why? At Gather one of my main activities. Well, I've been fortunate to Gather Up to not have any direct responsibilities. <laughs> oh, great! That is, you work on the business, not in the business. Would that be correct? That that yeah, I I I find things, projects that interest me, and I pursue them, and my partners seem to put up with me and let me do that. So I fortunately am not um, a VP of anything. Um, I, I get to work on special projects. Um, so some of those are sales, some of those are business development, some are product, and some is research. Uh, the research project I'm working on right now is looking at and categorizing by industry complaints so that if you're in a given industry, you understand what drives people crazy. Wow. Uh, becoming excellent is two pieces. One is it's fixing the things that are going wrong, and two, it's doing a great job. But you can do a great job most of the time. You're still going to have some unhappy customers, the question I was asking. So I just finished my first bit of research. I looked at 1,500 complaints about insurance agents in the insurance wow. industry. And what we learned, insurance is an interesting business because it's mostly most insurance is run by independent contract independent companies independent business owners but the insurance agent and the agency doesn't have any control over pricing and they don't have any control over claim resolution which is the service delivery let me take a minute to recognize 
one of our sponsors, Crankfuel. Crankfuel is the simplest way to share your screen. Convert 22 times more with immediate software demos. Try Crankfuel by going to lp.compymagicassociates.com slash Crankfuel. Mm -hmm. Insurance. All they do is help you buy insurance. So they fall prey to a lot of complaints they don't have any control over. For example, the biggest complaint in the insurance industry is the price went up and, it, you know, well, the agent doesn't have any control over that. But what the agent, that's the, the biggest complaint. The second biggest complaint, though, is the staff was rude and the service from the agency was bad. Well, you have a lot of control over that. The third biggest complaint was I was left on hold. They didn't return my phone calls. Um, they didn't get back to me. Well, those are another thing that business should have complete control over, which is being responsive to the customer. First is not being rude. Duh. I mean, that, it's like that's the biggest complaint you always see. Well, mm -hmm. And then the second is returning people's calls, getting back to them in a timely fashion. The, the, that's the third thing. The fourth, though, was that people had problems with the way the national company resolved their claim. Well, again, the agent doesn't have anything to do with it. But number one and number four, which are related to the national uh, insurance that you're selling, as an agent, you can, if you know that's the biggest complaint people are going to have, you can put in place processes that mitigate some of the pain that your customers are going to feel from it, right? So in the case of price rises, you should be meeting with your clients and mm -hmm. customers every year well in advance of the renewal. Mm -hmm. They aren't surprised by the price. If their price is going up, you, if you're an independent agent, you could offer to get them different insurance or mm -hmm. you could alert them that the price is going up. Mm -hmm. If it's going up across the industry, well, that's just life. But at mm -hmm. least you could ease the pain so that's no longer the biggest complaint. So my goal is to pick market segments over the next mm -hmm. six months and understand what mm -hmm. it is that drives consumers crazy in that market segment. Okay, okay. So so what would be your biggest challenge in, in solving I mean, problems for your clients? For my clients, I think for my, the customers to gather up, I think the biggest problem is having the time to fully implement quality control and customer experience mm -hmm. cycle. I think mm -hmm. that they end up viewing the issue very narrowly mm -hmm. and they don't allocate enough time to implement it correctly. Time is at a premium. Mm -hmm. Obviously, in small business, it's very difficult. But mm -hmm. I think that they need to to one, step back and view the bigger issues. How do I make a great business is the biggest mm -hmm. issue. And then two, how do I put in place metrics to measure that? Mm -hmm. uh, you can't fix what you can't measure. So mm -hmm. you're also looking to understand where things are going wrong. Mm -hmm. As a small business owner, I always thought I was perfect. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to be honest. So I think the first thing businesses need to do is mm -hmm. understand that quality is a bigger issue than mm -hmm. whether you're getting, just getting reviews, mm -hmm. and to devote enough time to, to take full advantage of what's available out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what keeps you at night? What keeps you up at night and why? <laughs> yeah, well, I wake up every night at 4 a.m. whether I want to or not. <laughs> um, I have a shot of bourbon. I do some reading. I go back to sleep. But if I were to identify what keeps me up, it's 
I speak a lot. We, our company has done a lot of inbound marketing where we're out on the talk circuit. We write mm -hmm. a lot of blog posts. Mm -hmm. Really, we've done almost all of our business based on that. Um, uh, and so what keeps me up at night in that regard is getting ready for the next talk. As many times as I've spoken in my life, I still get very nervous and I worry. Let me take a minute to acknowledge one of our sponsors, Book Like a Boss. Take bookings, make money, sell your services, take appointments, and manage your business using just one platform. Try out Book Like a Boss by going to lp.compymagicassociates.com slash boss. A lot about the talk I'm going to give and the content of um, Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Mike, you have really, I mean, shared a lot of nuggets with our audience. Uh, we have um, CEOs and other uh, C-suite executives. CEOs and other, I mean, uh, C-level executives listening, is it, are there any things that you can share with them that they can implement and see measurable results within the, within, both within a short time and uh, as well as on long-term basis? Sure. In GatherUp, I made a product decision years ago to include a metric called Net Promoter Score so that a business using our product would, by virtue of using our product, would understand their net promoter score. Net promoter score is a interesting standardized metric that's been widely used in corporation. It's been widely used in Silicon Valley. It hasn't been as widely used in local businesses. What it does is, and I'm sure you've answered this question, it asks the question, how likely are you to recommend me to a friend or colleague on a zero to 10 scale? So the first thing it does, this simple survey, is it asks about whether the customer of the business is happy, but beyond happy, whether they're happy enough to recommend you. Mm -hmm. it then it groups those into three categories. The promoters, the people that are really happy, these are the people that are gonna go out and tell their 10 friends and write a review. Those mm -hmm. are the nines and the tens. The people that are kind of bleh, six, seven, eight, they're kind of in the middle. You know, they'll probably do business with you, but they're not going to shout from the rooftops. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. it looks at the people that are unhappy and the detractors. And what it does is it throws out the people in the middle and compares the people that are really happy to the people that are unhappy. The people mm -hmm. that have said they would tell their friends and colleagues to the people mm -hmm. that won't. And that metric is what I call a word of mouth index. Mm -hmm. Word of mouth, whether through online reviews or mm -hmm. whether true word of mouth, you telling a friend about a business, is mm -hmm. still the, by far the biggest way most businesses get new business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Probably 60, 70, 80% of their business is coming from either offline or online word of mouth. Mm -hmm. This net promoter score measures that. It mm -hmm. gives you a concrete number that you can compare against others in your industry and gives you a goal that you can see improving. Mm -hmm. and, and so it gives you this understanding and predicts future income. Mm -hmm. So if I were to give any business a single piece of advice is start measuring your MPS now mm -hmm. and track it over time and mm -hmm. 
improve it. Great, 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 great. So, guys, you just heard it. It's called NPS. Net Promoter Score, NPS. Net Promoter Score. And Mike just took us through through it. So, make a note, and as a CEO, um, an executive, just um, pass it down your team and let them implement it. I wouldn't wait, even wait tomorrow. I will start working on it today because the best time is now. So, Mike, are there, are there any other uh, thoughts that you would like to share with your fellow CEOs and other executives? Are there what that I'd like to share? I'm sorry. Uh, any, any, any tips, any further tips or takeaways that you would like to share, share with them? Business is hard, but if you focus on the customer, you focus on your employees, and you have something that provides unique experience, you can be successful. But don't take your eye off the ball, which is creating that experience for the customer that really is outstanding. Yeah, I think you have, I mean, throughout the, uh, this episode, you have sort of, you keep going back to reviews and feedback and how, I mean, you can incorporate that in your planning and decision making. Because, you, I mean, that, that decision is like raw data that you have to take and use it in your decision making it's not i mean it takes guesswork out of the situation would that would that be correct yeah understanding what your customers think and and creating a business that makes them love you based on data is i think the the way to go yeah 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 so i mean uh mike has um taken us through a lot today from seo to uh, how you have to implement reviews feedback, how uh, at the end of the day, you, you need to see how your customers view you, how they think about you, and whether they would uh, recommend you to their peers or friends. And that is called MPS, Net Promoter Score. That score or metric Take it as your KPI. KPI, yeah. yeah. Oh, write it, write it over, over post note. Put it all over your computer in your office just to remind you. If you if you didn't take anything at all from today, take NPS and you will be good. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike, you have given the audience a treat, and um, we really appreciate you. You are very busy for taking time off your heavy schedule to be with us and not just to be with us, but to share with us insights, tips, and takeaways that uh, the executives who will be listening now or in the future can just take it and implement and they will say, well, we got this from Mike Blumenzo. Mike, congratulations and thank you. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. So. This episode was brought to you by the following sponsors. Call page, write message, book like a boss, live leap, and crank wheel. Music was by Kevin McLeod. Please don't forget to tune in to the next episode. Until then, I bid you farewell. Bye for now.